Hello fellow riders, this is your host Rusty James. It is Thursday, December 17th, 2015, and this is The Ride. Well, I suppose by now you know that this podcast is a very special podcast. Triple digits, baby! That's right, I can't believe it, but we made it to 100 episodes since August. That is ridiculous. What has got into me? I don't know. But what I got, I got to get to put it in you. I'm in anticipation. My uh, my midichlorian level has just jumped up. I don't know. 50-fold. Because I just got tickets for opening night Star Wars. The Force Awakens. Tell me about it. I'm ready to get my... I was going to say I'm ready to get my cosplay on, but I don't have any cosplay stuff. I might have to... Do you, do you guys know, are, are we not allowed to cosplay? Have the Has the man said no to cosplay? Worried about terrorist threats and all this business? Seriously, what am I going to... Who am I going to harm with a, with a plastic lightsaber? I mean, come on. Now, if I were to bring my real lightsaber... Well, end of story... <laughs> What's that, R2? Oh, I could use the force. And, oh, so the security people, I could say, I have no lightsaber here. You don't see any lightsaber here. That's how That's how I would do it. I probably could do it because my midichlorian level is so high. By the way, that's just a reference to something retarded. I'm not going to go there the force as though you could use a Geiger counter on it and figure out how much force somebody had come on not happening in this universe so I was because I'm so geeked about the movie and you know this is like a fulfillment of a childhood dream kind of I remember going to the first one with my dad and that first scene where those monster ships are just floating there in space. I've never seen anything like that in my life. And I expect that when uh, I uh, step into that theater tomorrow night with my buds and budettes, I'm going to be entering a whole new experience. Of course, I'm not worshipping it. Come on now, you know me by now. I'm not worshipping the event. But I'm certainly geeked about it. Did you know that the the force? You guys know what the force is, right? You can't be in this generation and not know what the force is. But you know the force, as described by Lucas, is this thing in every everything. It's kind of like a Buddhist thought. I think it's Buddhism that has that kind of thing. So we kind of adopted that. And there is a dark side to it. But it's all it's the same thing but it has a dark side. It has a it has a yin and yang about it. 
And when I first went, you know, there was a lot of parallels with Star Wars. You know how like Obi-Wan sacrificed his life so that the power would be greater. It's very Christian concept. And you know, there's a lot of things. Use the force. You know, don't, don't, don't use your your uh, mortal mind, but use the force to accomplish what needs to be accomplished. That kind of thing. Kick it. Anyway, um, a lot of cool parallels there. But I was thinking about it more, and you know, the force, as I understand it, is just there, and it's amoral. Meaning there's not morals about it. Uh, there's a decision you make on which, how you use it. You know what I'm saying? But you know, in our life, the way things work in this universe, not so far away, in a galaxy right here. It might be tempting to think that that's how things work here. You've got this force call it spirituality and you know there's a good side and a bad side to it it's not how it works it's an easy way to look at it you could maybe you know simplify it down to that I believe that there's actually a more simpler way to look at it which is more accurate there is either the force or there is no force. There is not a dark side to the force. Not in my galaxy. There's either force or something which exists against the force. Call it the anti-force. There's the force and the anti-force. Thus saith Rusty James. Because here's the deal, the force is active. The force does things. The force makes things happen. The force existed before a word. The force spoke the word. There is only one force, and it is good. And then there is the anti-force. And it is not necessarily defined by bad, although it is at times. It can be indifferent. It can be lethargic. It can be inactive. It can be like a vegetable. I want to live my life by force. I want to use the force. I want to be active. I want to be deliberate in what I do. I want to be unhindered, uninhibited. And the anti-force inhibits you. It makes you inactive. It renders you and your actions ineffective. That's what the anti-force does. So, if you haven't figured it out now, the force is God. The Spirit of God. 
and in many ways you could look at it as the kingdom of God the children of God that's us the church of God that's us not a building highly effective able to motivate and do that's what the force can do in your life but Rusty I I I, I heard we have an enemy and he has powers and and he can do things so isn't that like a the bad side of the force no the force I, I'm taking a step way back the biggest picture I can have of this situation is I is God exists that's the answer right there actually God exists I believe he exists by faith I live in a way that says God exists God pre-existed time God is God lives in my life every atom I can see it before me every farm equipment that I see every conveyor belt every construction vehicle every concrete truck I see spinning on the side of the road every marathon sign I see every lit subway sign and grocery store and tire tread and rear turn signal everything I see exists because of the force of God everything it's not because some man made it and decided that I will create this thing at the heart of it the big picture thing God was the force behind everything and then we say well there's spiritual enemies that have a force well okay here's the thing they have a desire to lie to you and words have a power and a lie from our enemy who would convince you that God isn't the force you want to be working with well they're up against a force to be reckoned with there might be things that our enemy can do maybe even spiritually demonic things that would appear to be a force to be reckoned with but we operate in the force that is a counterfeit the enemy is a counterfeit he uses lies to deceive he twists the real thing I want to live by force I want to live by the force I want to live by the will of God it's interesting thing about wills I was looking at Matthew eleven twelve today let me pull up here or not not Matthew what am I saying it's in Hebrews I'm, I'm gonna kind of loosely uh, interpret this I mean I'm kind of I'm I'm taking a little bit of freedom here but listen up it's Hebrews 9 16 in the case of a will it is necessary to prove the death of the one who made it because a will is in force only when someone has died it never takes effect while the one who made it is living 
key points here. There's a will. There's a death. There's the one who made the will. There's the force of the will. There's a comment about living, about the person who's living. Okay, so I'm going to I'm going to rustify this. I need to live by the will of God. Now I know that Jesus Christ came and he by his death on the cross, he made it possible for me to tap into the force. That's right, R2. The force is in effect in my life. And the force is in effect in your life if you're a believer. But doesn't mean that we just align with the will of God. You know, that would be full obedience. That would be totally living righteously. Any of you out there living completely, fully righteous? I didn't think so either. But he made it possible for us to tap into the force. But see, there's something else here. There's a will that we... I want to live according to the will of God. At least my spirit does. My mind is still kind of coming to grips with that. I'll be honest. My mind doesn't always want to do that. But we're supposed to renew our mind. But my spirit, which was born again, which actually is the force of God in my life, my spirit wants to. I just got to get my mind in agreement because I'm not fully there yet. So I'm going to take that scripture, twist it, rustify it a little bit. The will is not in effect until that which is living in me, my mortalness, if you will, until it is dead. You want to live by force? You want to live the force in your life? You got to die to yourself. Oh, I'm preaching now. You got to die to yourself. But of all the people on planet Earth, myself is the one that I want to satisfy. I know. That's the tough part. But you got to die to yourself. When Luke Skywalker was on Dagobah, he had to hone. I think it's Dagobah. Man, I should know this stuff. It's been a while, though. I didn't watch episode four in a long time. Was that four, two, uh, five? I forget. I think it was four. The swamp place where he crash landed the, the X-Wing. I'm sure it's Dagobah. He had to develop under the watchful guidance of Yoda. He had to develop his use of the force. And he messed up. And we mess up too. He's just a kid, man. But age has nothing to do with it. You can be a teen and wield the force like a Jedi Master. Because there's not a yin and a yang. You can't be a little dark Darth goofus and, <laughs> and wield the force in the bad way. No, you don't get to wield the force at all. There is no force for you. So you got to get out of the dark side of your thinking. We need to cleanse our thinking. All of us do. So that we can totally live the will of God. Man, I want to take I want to take charge of my environment. Don't you? Don't you want to take charge of your environment? Aren't we tired of having our environment like just 
take us out. You know, this, that, and the other thing. We're so helpless and so on the defense. I want to be on the offense. I want to live on the offense. I want to be offensive. <laughs> Have I been offensive to your sensibilities today? Good. Life is too short to just sit back and be a couch potato. Have you figured that out yet? Let's make some difference. Let's live the will of God. You know, the will of God for your life is just ridiculously beyond ridiculous. Okay? Wield the force. It's not like you're using God, by the way. That doesn't mean you're using God. But you're using the power that He's put in your life. you're, You're wielding it against something or into something. So the against is our enemy than the lies of the enemy. So you you wield the force against those lies. So you know what the Word of God says about you and your environment and your loved ones, whatnot. And when the lie comes that's counter to that, this anti-force business, you just take authority and say, you didn't want to lie to me. There are no droids here. <laughs> you take authority. How did you how did I just do that? I did it with words. Words are very powerful. We should use them. Stand up for what you believe in. And use words to do it. The force shall be with you. You know, when I was growing up, about the time that Star Wars was happening, I would go to Catholic Mass every other week, or every other weekend. And, you know, the may the Force be with you. I don't think they do this in the movies, but whenever somebody would say that, I would want to say, and also with you. If you grew up Catholic, you know what I'm talking about. May the Force be with you, and also with you kind of half-expected Luke Skywalker to do the sign of the cross. So I guess what I want to say, what do I want to say today? This is supposed to be a really big deal, 100 episodes. You'd think that I'd have something like planned out, but I just have Star Wars on the brain, I guess. The fact of the matter is, every one of these things will reach a different person in a different way, and, and one might be more important to somebody than another one. But I'm pretty convinced that when you speak the Word of God and you you share the good news of the Lord, that it'll go where it needs to go. So, I'm not too worried about meeting some kind of a quota for this ultimate awesome 100th episode, but, you know, you take it for what it means to you. And, and that's all you need it to do. I care about you, man. I care about you, lady. I want you to be fully informed and, and fully engaged, fully live in the will of your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's what I want. I want you to have what God's best is for you. And that's really possible if you tap into the force and you live that force. And don't listen to the anti-force, okay? As you read the Word of God, you'll find it becomes a little bit easier 
every time to be able to hear the voice of the Lord over the voice of our enemy and believe it more. So I want to encourage you to do that so you stay in that word and you live in peace. Peace is possible when you take authority over our enemy and the lies of the enemy. So you live in peace. You activate the force and live in peace. And then you pray for those who persecute you because they are living with blinders on. They don't know the force yet, but they can. And as you operate in the force and you live knowing that God has provided everything you need for conquering your foes, for conquering the environment you happen to be in, for conquering the mountains that are in your path. You just wield that saber. You say, bring it on because I got the force in me. And you know what, devil? You don't got the force. You just have a word and it doesn't carry any weight because it's a lie anyway. All right, so let's live active, wielding the force, and I will see you on the flip.